fun. Salutations, 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 and more salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite show, The Dale Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor, and... And I'm about Dale time, and you know it's about time we get into this shit. So yeah, man, before you do anything, before you do anything, make sure you hit this like, make sure you hit that comment button, and make sure you subscribe because we want to keep you up to date on all the videos and all of the episodes that drop. But yeah, man, Ryan, man, what's going on? Mr. Humor, man, tell us what is on the plate today. Man, look, let me tell them what's on the chop. Let me tell them what's on the plate, and I'm going to jump back into what happened the last night. Check it out. So tonight, what we gonna do? We gonna let we gonna let about the time gloat a little bit. We gonna let him co-sign with my cousin B on something that they feel very strongly about. I'll call them haters, but I'm gonna just sit back and I'm gonna sit back and live and let him live and do his parade. And then secondly, after that, what we gonna talk about is apparently they canceling judge mathis in people's court after being on tv after two decades me and about their time have not talked about this we don't know where each other stand but i think that y'all would be interested to hear our opinions also we got a huge topic for you phase on love was on an interview on youtube per usual where he be at and he went ahead and said that cat williams is overrated me and Dale gonna get in that and find out what exactly that means. We're going to see where we stand, where we where he stands. We're going to find out where y'all stand. And that's going to be the question we want y'all to answer of the week. So the question of the week, the audience question of the week, is y'all answering the comments. Is Catwoman's overrated? Yes or no? We're going to get into it. Also, if you hear, if you on the auditory uh, DM the show at Del Ryan Report. I had a show last night in Manteca, California. It was my first time being booked and like one of my homes in California, for those of you that don't know, I was born and raised in the city and it came out to the Central Valley. Well, it came out to the Northern Valley, Northern Central Valley when I was 14 years old. Took a lot of time here. That's where me and about Dell time uh, figured out that we supposed to be famous. I've known him since I was 14 years old. I want to just say shout out to everybody that pulled up. And I got to see some friends that I seen since the last time the Sacramento Kings was good. And in case you don't know what I mean by that. Was that was when Jason Williams was there. Right. In case you know what I mean by that, they last all-star might have been Jason Williams and Chris Webber. And now they got three all-stars in Utah right now. So I think these people since the Kings was good. Shout out to my homeboy, Fenta Sanchez, for coming through. Oh! Shout out to my homeboy, Fenta Sanchez, for coming through. Shout out to my homie, S. Walton, for coming through. Come on, man. Y'all seen him before. Shout out to the shout out shout out to the homie old school OG Shannon Carpenter for coming through. Wow, that's boys and girls club days. Come shout on, out, man. Shout out, shout out to the homie I actually haven't seen since the last time the King was good. The homie, the homie, the homie Joel Roman came through. Joel, so, hey, shout out to his business team carpet. If you're out in the San Joaquin Valley, please make sure you hit up Joel to get your carpet steamed. Yeah, man, Roman Carpet Clean, man. Those people showed oh, up. And Roman anybody, Carpet Anybody else who I may have, I saw all of y'all. Anyone else who I may have missed who didn't walk up and say something, I appreciate all y'all coming. I've been talking about it. It was like old school Manteca. I mean, I don't know wow. if you noticed, Dale, but Manteca at this point has a new movie theater. It's over there by Bass Pro Shop. The old movie theater, the old movie theater, Dale, that's next to Save Mart, that shit is now a big lots. Right. So <laughs> it was people in there that it was people in there that it was in my community that had watched a movie at one point inside of the big lots. Like it was people there, you know what I mean? And I just yeah. appreciate I appreciate when people pull up. I really do, because none of these people were actually like invited. They just like pulled up. Oh, and obviously obviously Veronica came through. Like, shout out, she yeah. pulled up, Come she on, pulled man. up uber supportive. You know, you know how she put she pulled up super supportive. Mad love to read. Man, shout out to Veronica. Happy Valentine's Day. Listen, Happy Valentine's Day to V. 
Listen, man, like people pull up and I, none of these are on invite. None of them are on invite at all, right? So they just pull up. They see the flyer and they just pull up. Same thing with Dale. See the flyer, pull up. I got other people to be like, yo, hey, Ryan, let me know when it's a show. Uh, all right, fine. I'm going to go out my way and tell you when it's a show. Hey, man, it's a show. Oh, hey, bro, uh, money low. Can you give me a ticket? Okay, I'll get you a ticket. Fine. All right, hey, bro, one more thing. You think uh, maybe you think you can come get me? All right, fine. I'll come get you. I'll, I'll come get you. I'll get you a ticket. Whatever you all right, nigga, one more thing, though, bro. One more thing. It's my weekend. Like, could you watch my kid? Nigga, so I gotta I'm, perform. So how I'ma watch your kid? If I see, nigga, that's why I'm gonna support you. And that's, <laughs> that's how I be. That's how I be. Nigga, can you can you make sure we get free drinks over here? Cause I'm gonna bring my special lady, and I just wanted to make sure I look like a boss. No, I don't own the I don't own the venue. I'm just the entertainment, bro. I'm just the entertainment. Stop. It'd be Stop. Hard out. Think it'd, about it. It'd be Think rough out it. here, man. So I I just want to say like with that us with that support like combined. With the love that everybody showed, I want to also let y'all know that listen to this, we really appreciate y'all as well. Because y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us, and we appreciate that. And if y'all share this and you with your friends or send likes or some subscriptions or whatever, that's cool too. But even, even this going in your ear right now, me and Dale are incredibly supportful. I'm sorry, incredibly grateful. It's immeasurable how grateful we are. With that, I'm going to ask you about the time. How was your week before you gloat? I don't want to hear about you gloating for the week. I want to hear... About how your week was before you gloat and do your thing. Yo, man, my week was outstanding. Let me just start off by saying, man, I've been taking these uh, children classes and I'm really, really learning a lot. It's really impactful to my life. I've learned so much in these in these children classes. However, um, that's not the biggest part. Some other things that have been spectacular is uh, just my contributions I've been able to do at work. But one of the biggest things that got me hyped is I've finally finalized and I'm able to graduate and walk and do my ceremony on May 20th. I was finalized. I got my tickets, got my gown, got my hey. shawl, my little African-American. I'm going to be out there. You feel me? One, two, Wakanda and all of them. You know what I'm saying? Forever, brother. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, my my uh, my sister-in-law, she had her child, uh, which is a beautiful thing. So shouts out to JD, man. Welcome to the world. And of course, man, pretty soon we just doing the countdown for my little baby girl to be here. But yeah, man, other than that, man, it's been outstanding, outstanding week. I love to hear it, man. Love yeah. it. That's outstanding, man. We're going um, to go ahead and get into it. In case y'all didn't know, everyone knows. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows this because everybody listened to our show. So as y'all know, I rode with the Eagles because I was rolling with black history and black quarterback legacies and Randall Cunningham and Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick. I was rolling with that. That's how I was rolling. I was doing this for Kevin Hart. I was doing it for Meek Mill. I was doing it for uh, the girl from Abbott Elementary. I was doing it for Philly. Bless. And because I felt like it would be more important for us to have one more quarterback on the Super Bowl. But about the time since we could cement the legacy a whole lot better if Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl because two for the culture for one person is more than the fourth one for the culture, which to me kind of sounds selfish, but I understand. My cousin B, he co-signed with it as well, and I think Shots out, S. S. Walton co-signed with it as well, too. So Come on. Come on. Hey, 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 man, and not only that, man, I mean, I love that he had all that stuff for brotherly love, but Kansas City is the that 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 the city for barbecue, bro. And they got to cook these niggas. Nah, actually, bro, it was an outstanding game, bro. You gotta admit, man, the, uh, the game was 
full of crying. It was full of laughter. It was full of just everything you wanted in a Super Bowl game, bro. I felt like it was it was a great game. You got Pat getting hurt before the half, come back, does a fire game. You know what I'm saying? Literally got hurt by the same person that took that took Brock out too. Yeah. Like like so, it was scary for a moment. Like, ooh, I was I was shaking. Like, man, come on, man. I need I need Pat Barack Mahomes to come through and just really put this through. And you you see why I call him Barack because 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 come on, man, he got oh, he got man. two of them things, man. Hey, ain't no other black president, man. Ain't no other black quarterback run for two terms. You wow. feel me? Ain't wow. for two terms. You know what I'm saying? He got two of them things. Put him up high. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but real life, man, come on, man. The Steph Curry of the NFL, man. You doing big things over Steph there. Steph Curry of the NFL. That nigga raw, man. I love that nigga, man. Pat Mahomes, man. I've had that boy on my fantasy football team at least two times, and he's always got me nothing but buckets. So I love him. Thank you for doing this for me. Thank you for doing No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, real talk though. No, nah, it was it was an outstanding game, man. It was Honestly though, bro, no, 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 um, no disrespect to Jalen Hurts, bro. He he did his thing, bro. He did his thing. You know what? What was really, thing. what was really outstanding to me though was that run. Was that run that they did? Yeah, man. Boy, come on, man. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. But man, he was throwing the ball so good, bro. I was just like, man, these niggas is gonna dog. I thought for a while, I I did think that they were about to whoop. They, I was, man. I came in here, I was ready, you know, had the hoodie. I'm like, man, I'm about to go in here and hear this shit. Yeah, you yeah. was ready. I was ready, but that boy, that boy Pat Mahomes showed why he Pat Mahomes. Shout out to Travis Kelsey. Shout out to the Kelsey brothers in general because they, oh my God. the, uh, no, I mean, they, they well, I, that was dope. Like, honestly, that was yeah, dope. I just, I just, yeah, they're just, nah, go ahead. Yeah, that was dope. It was dope to watch the two the two brothers go at it and be like, ugh, then their moms come on with the jacket on. She got one that represents Kansas City, and then she got one that represents Philly. And then that was just, it was, it was, it was a dope little game, bro. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was ill. It was ill to see the first time. That was the first NFL where, I mean, sorry, the first Super Bowl where, Two black quarterbacks got to got an opportunity to face each other. Yeah. Um, and two recognizably great quarterbacks. Um, man, it was such a good game to see. And it really, you know what I'm saying? It and it, and if now any of you coaches out there, high school, college, don't doubt your black quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Don't doubt your black be. quarterbacks. Right. Don't be out here putting them to running backs because they got speed when they really got an arm to throw. Because Pat Mahomes showed you, man. I got I got speed, but I also got the arm too because I got hurt and I really had to start throwing that ball. And the same thing with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts got hurt, had to bounce back, and he was tossing that motherfucker like a real like. If you want to look at look at Brady, you want to look at, at at Peyton, you want to look at I'm not even gonna say you know what I'm saying Eli, but <laughs> I, I mean Eli got two. That's what I was gonna say. He got two. So fuck it. You know what I mean? So, but outstanding game yes i'm gloating man i ain't really a kansas city fan but i'm definitely a pat mahomes fan and i'm glad to see pat barack mahomes do his thing man so shouts out to him yeah man i i'm 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 accepted that pat mahomes is the new barack obama i guess i hope if that's how we rolling i mean that's just that's just what, that's just what i gotta accept man i'm, I'm gonna yeah. accept it i'm just gonna accept it and i just this is where i'm at with it yeah, tell me where I'm at. So shout out to Pat Mahomes. And I, I believe that it's dope because now that you got two, can't nobody tell you nothing for a long time. And I like I, I, I believe I, I like the I like the Teflon. Uh, if mm -hmm. they don't want to call him Barack, Barack Mahomes, 
I'm gonna call him Teflon Mahomes because ain't nothing gonna stick for a while. Like once you win two, nobody could tell you nothing. Like nobody could tell Eli Manning nothing for a long time. He was out there just just being horrible later in his career. And me and Dale have already mentioned Big Ben, but once you yeah. get those two, like it's so it's so wild that I was listening to something they were talking about Antonio Brown yesterday. I was listening to a Shannon Sharp Terrell Owens interview, which the combo was combo was trash. But they mentioned Antonio Brown. And then I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, man, like, I'm like, they're like, yeah, well, the quarterback felt this way. The quarterback felt that way. And I'm thinking, bro, the quarterback won two Super Bowls before you got there. Like, he's more important than you. So now that Pat Mahomes got those two, Andy Reid got those two, I mean, you kind of can't tell him nothing for basically eight years. You can't tell him nothing. Same thing with – that's why that's why they, we still doing this Aaron Rodgers thing back and forth because Aaron Rodgers looks so cold. Aaron Rodgers won one, but he's so cold. If you ask a random – if you ask a random – if you ask a random person how many how many Super Bowls they think Aaron Rodgers got, I think most people would guess too, if you don't yeah. know. Because the way he just be around, just balling, the way he balled for so long. I agree with that. So now that Pat Mahomes got these two, they can't say nothing. So – if one brother can't get his first one ever, I will definitely accept a brother being Teflon. I will accept that. I will take that, and we can roll with it. My next question for you, Dale, is I know this may be like a sensitive subject for you because you may be involved with this very – you involved with this extremely close. So you may have had somebody in your ear telling you how to feel about this, but I'd appreciate your original thought if you can share it with me. If you can't share it and you got to blink twice, you can let me know. But <laughs> what was your thoughts on the uh, Rihanna performance at the Super Bowl? Trash. I thought the shit was hot garbage. Matter of fact, look, man, and and and, and shout out to my wife being honest too because she was real. She was like, ah, I don't, I don't understand why Rihanna like is not moving. I mean, she could have done way better. She could have brought somebody out. What's going on? Because uh, it was two times I thought Ye was gonna come. Out. I thought, I thought, I thought Ye was gonna pop out. I thought Ye was gonna pop out. I run, thought, run, I thought, run this town, run this town. I thought, I, I for sure thought Hove was gonna pop. I was like, Hove, oh bro, Hove did. They, I'm, I'm getting up in the middle. Of, bro, they about to bring Hove out. No, shut up, shut up, bro. I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, bro. They about to bring Hove out. No Hove, no Hove. I was like, bro, at least bring ASAP out. At least just do something, bro. Like just bring somebody out. Like it was cool. Like it was theatrical, if that's what you want to call it. But at the like, like it felt like she didn't give no fucks about the Super Bowl, bro. It felt like she came there to perform, and not saying that she should. She's Rihanna. She's a billionaire. Do what the fuck she wants. She, she was able to. People like felt like she was just performing and gave no fuck about Super Bowl. Like she didn't even recognize that she was in the Super Bowl. I felt like this was her shit. Like yo, this is a concert for me. I'm gonna do my thing. And yeah, y'all can get back to y'all regularly scheduled events. Like that's about how it felt. Like she didn't even say shout out to the Super Bowl. It wasn't none of that. It wasn't no. She didn't say shout out to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I'm saying for <laughs> real though. Like literally, like it was nothing. Like I'm like, and then you got the baby bump, right? You got the baby bump. So it's like I was in my mind. I'm like, oh, maybe just about to be like one of those Beyonce moments where she do the, oh, you see, I'm pregnant again, and it's like, oh, oh my god, right? But like, it was just like we know you got a baby bump, or you've been drinking forties. Like which one is it? Like. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, man, it was a terrible performance. I really missed last year's performance. I was like, but they should have saved last year's performance for this year. Like, honestly, that's what they should have did, bro. Arizona would have saved that shit. Not even did it. It wasn't the Super Bowl was in LA last year. I damn. get it. I get it. They should have did it. Replayed the motherfucker or something. They should have did anything, bro. I think, I think to your, I think to your point, to your point, like. I wanted to explain this to the homeboy Dev when he texted us in a group chat. He's like, Ryan, I know you're not sure, a super, I know you're not super, I know you're not a super bowl halftime person, but and I want to let him know, like, I'm not a super bowl halftime person. But since last year, 
I got kind of excited about halftimes. I was like, all right, like, you know what I mean? Maybe, like, I actually low-key been excited uh, since a while ago. They put Katy Perry on that big-ass horse. I was like, yo, that shit kind of, that shit go kind of hard. It was Bruno Mars for me. Oh, he, Bruno Mars, he did a fire one, too. But, like, mm -hmm. last year, though, collectively, just California, L.A., representing the Super Bowl, that shit was so hard that then this year, you know, all right, Rihanna goes, I guess I'll watch, I'll just watch some Umbrella, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't think about pull it up, pull it up. I was like, all right, I'm looking, looking forward to it. But what ended up happening was she was pregnant. And the thing is, um, I would say what ended up happening was she's a billionaire, obviously. Shout out to Rihanna being a billionaire. The thing is this, right? I think that when they booked this originally, obviously they were like, they nobody thought that she was going to be pregnant Correct. at the time. Nobody planned that. <laughs> NFL wouldn't have planned that. Rihanna wouldn't have planned it. But she was pregnant. So I think, Dale, I think Rihanna was like, hey, guys, um, I'm pregnant. Not going to do it. Thanks again. Because the performers don't get paid. It's primarily advertisement. Like, it's the biggest concert of the year. They get right. everything comp, but they don't get paid, right? Um, so it's like, I'm not going to do it, guys. And Roger Goodell was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, no, no, we can't have you not do it because you pregnant, because no matter what, no matter what the story is, they're going to think we didn't let you do it because you exactly. was exactly and we can't have that. And I was like, no, it's going to be OK. Like, I'll just tell them that I didn't want to do it. Like, Roger Goodell was like, no, bitch, we're not about <laughs> to deal with that type of PR. You're not throw it up, throw it up. <laughs> you're not throw it up, throw it up. Like you can have what you can have whatever you want. And she was like, Y'all don't pay people for the Super Bowl. She's like, all right, well, look, this is what we're gonna do. Roger Goodell said, okay, look, this is what we're gonna do. We're about to take the commanders from from, from Snyder. I'm not saying you can have a team, but I'm saying like when we sell the team, we consider you being an owner because you got a billion. So just pull up and do it so that we don't got a whole bunch of feminists outside marching with a sign saying that we fired Rihanna from the Super Bowl. And Rihanna was like, all right, bet. I'm not about to move or do nothing. So like, no, Roger was like, we got you. We're going to have a whole bunch of people dress up like Klansmen and they're going to dance all around you. And it's going to be all. I thought that night. was Aesop Rocky Sperm. It makes complete sense to me. The way she knocked up immediately, it must make sense. So. That's what happened. That's why I think she was like, throw that, throw. that's why she she was like, I'm gonna do it. You know how when somebody gotta do something, when they go through the motions, like those days you gotta go to work for like a Yeah, minute. I was gonna say that. I like, that literally everybody knows that feeling. <laughs> yeah, or but but like, but for something, not the day when you go to work and go through the motions, because eight hours hard, eight hours is like real hard to not smile at all. But mm -hmm. I'm saying the day when you gotta go to work for like that punk ass meeting or like the three hours over, just something stupid where you gotta go, I guess I'll go do this dumb shit. Like, all right, whatever. Shout out to like shout, shout out to shout out to my sister Jacrese for being honest about it. I appreciate yes. that because she's a real she real feminist. Y'all know how she I did. thought she was definitely gonna be like, no, she they should have they should have just canceled the game. So she, could just, <laughs> so she could just sit on the field and just talk about her life. They should, <laughs> they should even play the second half. <laughs> hey, hey, for real though, they should have been quitting the game. <laughs> like that's hilarious. Like, like Rihanna, tell us more about everything. Like, what's going on? Like, we don't even need to watch this bar. <laughs> this barbaric ass sport. We need to do. Like, this is this is the patriarchy uh, putting a pregnant woman on display, and so we need to just raise awareness. So I appreciate her. Just I appreciate her really pulling up. What's uh, funny but, is you talk about, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. I said, you talk about her doing a little small twerk. I'm I'm watching this with all the, like, my, uh, all my all my older cousins and things like that, the OGs over there. And they go, and they married, they go, she's doing a twerk. And then they go, 
But what the hell was that? <laughs> I was his wife right over there, but that shit would have me weak. He was like, "What was that? What was that?" <laughs> Damn, I was like, I was like, you know, some people this this day excitement, like, oh, Rihanna about to get in there and be bad, like do bad shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping this is another Janet Jackson thing. You know what I'm saying? Titty's gonna fly out something. She she known for showing titty. You know what I'm saying? So we they was hoping for some shit, but. Nah, man, it's it's bad. So yeah, yeah it, was, it was not it. Yeah, it was yeah, not it. Bad. It was, and, and, but she, and I, I want to let some of y'all know, like it's okay to, it's okay to love Rihanna and not be entertained by the performance. I know for some of you, for some of y'all that y'all think that those two are like mutually exclusive, but they're not. You can you can like a performer and not be entertained. So y'all are saying it's dope. Stop saying that. Like you don't if and if you if you believe it's dope, cool, but don't be saying it's dope because she a pregnant woman and she did a job. Nah, like feminists fought years and years for paternity leave. So right. like you're supposed that's, to be able to not be at work. That's that's a honey. That's a honey. That I mean, is very true. That is very, mean? very true. I mean maternity leave, one of them. I yeah. ain't say the right one, but you didn't. But you're right. But I I, I want to I wanna tell you this. I want to say this. I heard somebody in there talking about they wish Lil Nas X, some, a masculine man at this set, it would have been better to see Lil Nas X. I was like, oh, damn, like, we going that far? Like, Boosie would have been so mad. I mean, but... I mean, no, it would have been better. It would have <laughs> been better. The only reason they couldn't have Lil Nas X out there is because um, it, because it, was the Cowboys. Ari- it was in Arizona. Yeah. But if it was man, if it was in, if it was in LA last year, if if yeah. if, if that's what I'm saying, you could have did that in LA. You could have did little Nas X in little LA. Nobody about to have little Nas X twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody about to have that out here, man. So I mean, with I mean, while while we on the entertainment move and while we talking about while we talking about, I mean, legendary performance. I'm gonna say that Rihanna's legendary. It was she was. Um, she was. Uh, Fa- uh, Face Out Love was on a podcast called uh, The Art of Communication, I believe. And he said the the question was asked him directly was asked if if Cat Williams is overrated. And I find a lot of these questions interesting because a lot of these people, when I say these people, I'm referring specifically to about their time. A lot of these interviewers they ask these like specific questions so they can just so they could just get their direct pop. If you asking the right person, they're gonna pop off. Just like Aries Spears, right? Vlad asked Aries Spears like, "What do you think about Lizzo?" And this shit just went crazy, but he was asked that question. He, yeah, and yeah. then he was asked it. So Face on Love was asked about Cat Williams. And of course, Face on Love is the right person to be asked about Cat Williams because him and Cat Williams had beef and a gun was involved several years ago. Y'all can Google that part. But Face on Love said that, yeah, Cat Williams is overrated. And he asked where his television credits are and where, and where his movies are at and made comparisons to him. And Eddie Murphy and Richard Fryer and so on and so forth. So with that particular question asked about Dell Time, saw the video. I'm gonna ask you about Dell Time. Is Cat Williams overrated? Man, I never honestly, I never would have considered him being overrated until I heard this interview. So I do recommend watching the interview in case you, you know, just just whatever you may feel about Cat. I think it's a good interview to watch. Um, it does. When you first initially hear it, it does sound like, oh, man, face on you, you kind of hating, right? Like, what do you mean Cat's not, you know, because immediately, like, he says, who do you think's the most overrated comedian? And in my mind, it's almost like right off the bat, you're like, oh, man, you you you, you start thinking of, of people, right? You start thinking of people, right? But, like, none of the people I thought even compared to 
how respected Cat is in the game. Because I honestly thought he was going to say Kevin Hart. Literally, that's the first thing I thought he was going to say. Because most people hate on Kevin Hart when they got when they get to these moments. Like Kevin Hart, nigga, been doing hella shit. Tired of that nigga. Fuck him. So I thought he was going to say some shit like that, right? But for him to say Cat Williams, I was like, damn. And then he, but the way he articulated and broke it down to how basically Cat don't got no no mainstream show. Cat don't got no no movie where he's the where he's the star of the show, where he's the he's the main actor in in the, in the movie did outstanding. I mean, he has a lot of like roles, and he's the comedy relief guy. But honestly, he plays himself majority of the time. He's playing either like you know someone a pimp. He's either playing like uh, he's never really stepped out of a role where he's played something else and did something that was like so serious. Even even Kevin Hart took time to do that movie where he's like pushing uh my man uh Frank White up in the uh up in the wheelchair and did that movie. I forgot what the movie's called, but it's a very sentimental movie about how like basically Kevin Hart became like a caretaker to this older gentleman. Yeah. Very good movie. Really good movie. And not to mention, I mean Kevin Hart is one fucking um Kevin Hart is one fucking uh, uh a Grammy or no I'm sorry uh, Oscar for uh for his performance on on Jumanji. So like things like that, like like set him really apart for someone like Kevin Williams, and for them to even think, because like I remember, and I'm using Kevin Hart, and I'm saying Kevin Hart, and I'm doing the comparison because a lot of people make a good comparison to these guys. They're both short, you know. They both they both funny. They both kind of like put a lot of their personal life into into comedian things like that. So, and at one point they were highly beacon. So you know, um, I think it's I think it's kind of weird that he said that, but. I will say this. One thing that Kat has done that is more kind of behind the scenes than it is in front of the scenes is who he's put on or who he's took on tour, who he's who he's done for to, to help them escalate their career because he's helped a lot of people. So I don't know if Faison was just not one of those one of those recipients maybe because he's been in the game so long and he didn't right. need any and he didn't need any of cat williams like you know magic to go on tour anything like that but i will say that like in comparison to what where the where the red cup boys is or plastic cup boys is compared to where someone like luell is you know what i mean like luell is is huge everybody knows lunel like you know she's played in countless of movies but this is somebody that's literally was under cat williams um the other dude red Another guy, you know, came with hella funny, came up under Cat Williams. There's a bunch of people that you can that you can go back and a lineage will probably show that they in somehow, some way were connected to Cat Williams. So I do think like behind the scenes, he's a hell of a person to 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 get you started. But overall, yeah, maybe he is overrated. Maybe we do put him in the GOAT status way too much. We 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 quickly, oh yes, Cat Williams, like I it's kind of like it's almost like uh I just recently saw the Billboard uh, top top rappers, right? And Kendrick's up there. And I'm not saying Kendrick's not a goat. I'm not saying. Or I'm not, I mean, I'm going to say he's not a goat. Right. But I'm saying he ain't dropped that many fucking albums to be a goat to be number two. Like right. you're the you're not not number two, number three, like number three or some shit like that, right? It's like, bro, wait, how in the fuck are you way above all these other rappers? Immediately, it's because sometimes it's like we so stargazed on on certain elements of their of that person's of that person's career, right. we won't we won't allow anything else to say. Oh no, you know what? Honestly, though, that's just one performance that he done, or that's just something that he's done. Like so, 
I look at it now, I'm like, damn, he right, because Faison really broke that shit down. He as he was just sitting there just smoking that cigar. Honestly, if you if you haven't seen the interview yet, please see the interview. The depth of the interview was really, really dope. I had mentioned this right when Ryan had sent it to me. The background is dope. The the whole setting is dope. I love the like the camera angle movements that they use, but more importantly, the conversation was outstanding and it was a good conversation to go on. So, yes, I do think Kat's overrated now. In a long way to say it, Cat is overrated when I look at it now. If I I used to put Cat probably like top five comedians. He 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 done got knocked down based on phase on statements. And I'm gonna be real with you on that. Got you. Um so my my I think the interesting thing, my interesting, I think my insight from what he was saying was when he asked him how he was overrated, mm-hmm. my question was, my question was how is he rated mm. like that that's kind of what i was wondering because my and my and my belief i think that he's rated where he should be so when we talk like from so for you it sounds like the question was able to, to shift your mindset because if you thought he was top five cool i he was never like top five to me right I you're think, a comedian but you're an actual comedian so you 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 know you you take this art serious yeah, but he, bro, even even when I was like, even before I even got in the game, like even like when I was just a listener, just spectator, I was like, oh, I really like Cat. Um, I like my favorite Cat special is like the one that isn't anyone's favorite. It's Pimpin' Pimpin'. Yep. He's got a whole bunch of like self-esteem shit in there about like this tiger and about the flavor and about like Flavor Flav. And it's just, it was really deep to me. I thought it was, I've seen that one so many times. And to me, like he wasn't in my top five, but to me, for like where in life, in life, I think in life, I, I think he's top twenty. Like for mm-hmm. what for if I had to rank everybody, like if I had to go in my oh in my ranking, I he'd he'd be on my top twenty. When it comes to when it comes to IMDb IMDb uh top thirty five comedians of all time, he's not he's not on the top thirty five. But okay, I mean, when it comes to that though, and you talk about who's on the top thirty five. I think sometimes when it comes to like our culture and we look at somebody like, even like our culture was really protected, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us inadvertently, I'll, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take myself out of it. As you said, I am a comedian because I think, I think of the whole, of the whole aspect. I think a lot of times we think like we only put Cat in like a black comedian's like right. ranking because he's underground, but I put him in top 20, just like period. Like he's dropped, um, He's dropped 11 specials. Like he's had a massive effect on the culture. Um, he has a recognizable voice and character on Boondocks. Like he right. won, he won an Emmy for best comedic actor on a series. And that was a that was a serious role. In a very short, a very short role at that. Like it wasn't no long role. It wasn't no Abbott Elementary. It was a very alligator I, I so and, and and those are the things that yeah you the things you're saying is what had me like oh he's top five because i'm like yo he's been on boondocks he's been on these things and i wasn't looking at him as like a black comedian i was looking at him as like overall top five Who's like, your top five my top five chris rock now that now, they, now, that, you, now that you've moved him out of it Who's oh now that i moved out of it i would say chris rock dave Chappelle, um uh chris rock dave Chappelle, um Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, uh, that's three. And then, uh, and then if I, oh, oh, Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor is in there. And then, uh, can I, so Richard Pryor, but I want to, I, I really want to say, I, I, I really want to say, um, 
I really want to say Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, but old Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, raw Eddie Murphy. I thought he was hilarious. I just thought he was hella funny to me. Um, that was that was my top five. That was my gotcha. top five. I mean, I know they're all black, but literally, I mean, I'm sorry, that's what I grew up no, on. No, that, that's was it. No, that's fine. So, so, so you move, so you move, you move cat into your you move cat into your 10 now. I moved cat into 10. Like not even yeah, yeah, 10. Yeah, I would move into 10. Yeah, right. honestly. So, so that's so that's I, what, Damon, I got Damon Wayans above him now. Okay. And at first, at first, I really did not have that because Damon doesn't really give me good stage shit. He doesn't do hella stage shit. Right. But he does, but when he's funny as fuck, when he's on the show, he's hilarious. And I mean, that's another comedic aspect, right? Like that's you don't have to only be stand up. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Got you. So the thing, the thing is, like, you gave me, you just gave me six, right? And we talking about like body working with you outside of comedy. But you didn't say Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Kevin. I didn't even think about Kevin. And, the Kevin reason, and, and, and that's my thing. Like, and the reason, the reason why, like, the reason that's important is because when we make these like comparisons to like, he don't got this thing like Kevin Hart. Which would make Kevin Hart be this, but Kevin Hart ain't being in your top five, yeah, or yeah, in your yeah, top yeah. six. So sometimes I think, sometimes I think like the lines get blurred between like how much somebody has like created versus like what they actually do, like on stage. And for the thing with Kevin Hart, where you say it's interesting because people usually would like attack him and say he overrated, but because he's amassed an incredible amount of wealth and he's in every single movie. It sounds silly to say that at this point. Like it just sounds, right. when this said, when you say it now, I think when, if not you, when people, when people say it now, it's like, you seriously just like, Hey, this comedy is different than what it used to be like over yeah. 10 years ago. I think, I think that's, and I think that's the, that's the troubling thing with cat because some, when, it, when you mentioned Damon Wayans, you say in living color, you think of like Eddie Murphy, you say raw, what what bothers me with cat is when people give me the when people give me the he don't got a movie because in react like in reality if we gotta do it like if we have to do it people probably say it don't count or whatever but there isn't there is not a Friday there's not a Friday three without Cat Williams okay. there's not a next Friday without Day Day. Now we say, oh well, hey, oh well, uh, Mike Epps oh, has Mike the other. Epps. Oh my God! I, actually, Mike Mike Epps is above him. Mike Epps is above him now. Just I mean, I mean, I mean, really, if you gotta check, if you if you if you gotta check your funny bone, that's why I put you on the spot. If you gotta check your funny bone and start listening who Dale grew up with, who Dale wants to hear. That's the honest five. Yeah, yeah, that's you're right. And, but in reality, here's the, I'm gonna challenge. I'm gonna challenge you because I think I know you. I know you. I know you a lot well. Some more times than you know yourself. Sometimes I believe this. I honestly believe that you putting Chappelle in there for the culture, and you don't. He's not really in your top five. I no, think no, I think no. I, I think I think he's in the respectful top five because of Chappelle's show. But like sitting down watching an hour. I don't believe he's in your top five. Like I've watched I every special of his though. I don't, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe Chappelle has one special that you like better than Raw. Nah. That's nah. been that's my nah. point. And you think and you name you name Eddie Murphy later on from a from a special that yeah. like Raw is really good. But I'm only but I'm only I'm only doing that because of I'm I'm looking at current, current too, because I gotta go with okay, Eddie Murphy now isn't necessarily the same Eddie Murphy as he was, you know what I mean? Like Back at, back in those eighties, Eddie Murphy ain't gonna never say the shit he said in Raw. He will never say that. Right. It's right. the same I mean, thing with Martin Lawrence. Like I think to me, like I don't even look at Martin Lawrence as a comedian, like stand up. I look at Martin Lawrence as the best host ever to do to do a comedy stand up show, ever. 
I don't think nobody touched him on that shit. I don't, I think like his antic, everything like that. Like I look at him as a host. I think he's the number one fucking host. If I was to ever go back and be like, and I could pick a nigga in the, in the, in the air and say, I want this nigga to be my host yeah. for a comedy special I'm doing. It would be Martin Lawrence. Cause that nigga's raw. That's understandable. I think that, I think that I saw this, I saw this interview with 50 Cent and 50 Cent said that future is bigger in the streets than Jay-Z because, mm. because future, yes. because of what, what future has released there's so many things that just resonate on the block but it's not commercial correct and i think that's where and i think that's where a cat lot is. of a lot of what we say about cat is like in a in a weird in a weird way we, we move the goalpost because sometimes i've heard Faison say i've heard Faison say a lot of things like and like say hollywood as a whole is overrated in certain interviews like the way hollywood ranks shit and the way people get movies and the way in People's positions for attainment at times isn't something that he respects. But now for Cat, that's the measurement. And I think that's weird. And I think I think Cat Williams has a lot of things that like resonate because he releases so much. And he's I would say he's like the future. Like future ain't ever mm. gonna a future ain't. I'm not gonna say future isn't ever gonna receive a Grammy. He might have received a Grammy already. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I know, but Drake is gonna receive more Grammys in future forever. He already has. And I think when it comes to Cat, when it comes to Cat Williams like winning an Emmy and being a voice, uh being having a whole ass character on Boondocks and making the last Friday movie like carrying a whack storyline like carrying 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 a whack storyline so much so that they haven't even been able to release a fourth movie like we can't right. even do another one for that and then when it comes to the thing of like when it comes to i mean you've acted before i've taken mm -hmm. an acting class i obviously do what i need to do with my craft and i would say when it comes to when you say people like acting like themselves i used to think that a lot about will smith until i had to take an acting class and regardless of regardless of you regardless of like the charisma that you're giving that may seem like it's you character development is still incredibly challenging like even if you're a character where it's like you have to go ryan you have to go be a quarter you you have to go be woolly beeman yeah right. that's J yeah that yeah that jamie fox yeah he played football but he failed the audition the first time and mm -hmm. oliver stone didn't tell him like hey man um be like be yourself be you like you were a quarterback like be a football player so, oh be and that's honestly sometimes sometimes, sometimes being yourself is the hardest thing to be that's why we started shit like be you motherfuckers don't even know who they are so sometimes it's like oh well catwoman would just be being himself that pimping the money mike character i've never seen him be money mike like again i've seen him do his pimping pimping and talk his shit but that money mike voice and all that shit that everyone was copying <laughs> for fucking four years if you don't like, you're not gonna sit up here and tell me that that shit is not is not. I'm not. I'm not. You're not gonna tell me. I'm not gonna have people tell me that that shit isn't like influential over the course of, like four to five years. Like Cat Williams had. Cat Williams was like in like a little Wayne era where everyone was trying to be Wayne. Everybody was talking like Cat. I was on some hater shit where like Cat Williams was so popping. I didn't like the nigga. You know how I be. Dude. I be having like I have proportional bias. So if too many people like something, they'll be like, ugh, that shit is stupid. I'll call everybody a hype beast if I don't like something that everybody else like. I've been trying to be on the wave. And then later on, I'm late like a dummy. But he had everybody talking to him for six years. So yeah. it's kind of on some like, on some, I'm not, in in the thing, when Faison gave the example, he's like, you know, because Pryor got this and Eddie got this and Chappelle has this. And I'm like, bro, I mean, like, 
who's comparing him to prior though? That's why I'm like, where did when I ask people like, if he, is he is he's already overrated? Okay, what do you think he rates? Well, he's not number one. Okay, who said he was number one? But for you, if you're like, well, like, he used to be in my top five, but now that I get these mentions, now he's not top five. I can understand that. But yeah. my thing for people is, where does he rank? For me, he's top 20, and I think that's fair. Like, he, for me, he's top 20. If I had to fuck with it a little bit, I feel like he would be, I think it would be 11 for me. Because for me, I think it's like body, I think it's body work is a cool sprinkle, but like how influential is your comedy? Like, how influential is niggas like running around, like repeating your joke in your voice? That's yeah. just incredible. That's to me, like, that's to me, people don't do it anymore, but. For years, nigga, for years, white people, white people was just doing the um the, the Jerry Seinfeld show. What's the deal with clouds? Like making yeah, yeah, fun yeah. of this shit, you know? And people did that with Cap for like five, ten years, copying yeah. this nigga. Like, it's pimp, like all that shit. Like you gotta make pimp decisions. Like people yeah. been saying that. And I think, after Pimp Chronicles, nigga, I was I was out there with the voice every day. I couldn't even lie to you. I couldn't yeah. even shake the shit. Yes, man. Yes, that's what I'm. And I think, I think it's, I think even, even how much that is like, how much to, how much how influential people are is like, if Jay Pharoah is impersonating your voice, I think it's a big deal. Yeah, so, I think it's a big deal. So I, I mean, so for me, it's good. It's good that like, it's good that you could answer that. Like, well, Ryan, he wasn't my top five, but he's not. I think that's a good analysis for me. When Faith, I said, I'm like, well, I don't, I never thought he was better than prior, but, but when you mention it, and I got to talk about people talking like people. When I started paying more attention to comedy and started like watching more prior, watching more and more prior, I started to understand why when I was younger, a lot of OGs spoke in a certain way. A mm -hmm. lot of people we grew up with, these niggas was copying prior's cadence. Exactly. Yep. Like, why do all these old niggas talk like this? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's really weird. Like, even like, it's just, it's really like, and it's like, it's a very interesting cadence that was like put on the community. It was like, we was listening to that prior and they all speak the on same. a record, on From a record, record. yeah, man. So to yeah. me, to me, like even even Ch even Chappelle, that shit, that shit influential. Like for years and for years and years, everybody means this part of Brit Tank. It's bitches. Part yeah, of that's bitches. what I'm saying. That, I, like, that's legendary. This shit is like in that. And for me, for me, like for me, when you talk like someone on the show, I get it. Like those are those are Charlie Murphy's Hollywood stories. The yeah. team wrote it. Dave Chappelle's acting out. Dave Chappelle's a legend. I get it. However, like that's a team putting that together. Like Richard okay. Pryor, Richard Pryor and Cat Williams, they're doing these performances and the niggas are deciding to talk like them. That's yeah. incredible. I agree. I with think that. that's huge. I think that's huge to me in my eyes. So I would say, I would definitely say he's top 20, probably in my top 15. Keep it real. So. Yeah, most definitely might even be up in there for me if you're talking about voices, because I can't beat that nigga's voice from uh from from I don't know, 16 blocks. I don't know if you ever seen that movie 16 blocks with him and uh, Bruce Willis with Bruce Willis, he's like the main character in that shit. And then his voice is that most deaf. Yeah, that's what I said. I said oh, most, most deaf. deaf. Okay, okay. Gotcha, most gotcha. deaf is in that shit. And most deaf is like, and I said that nigga's hilarious because that nigga was like in that movie. He's like, that like, Bruce Willis picks him up, and I ain't gonna lie, to you. I, I I was doing this shit at work, nigga, on the phone. I used to take phone calls, yeah. and I was doing this nigga voice because this nigga was just so funny. This nigga's like, it's not Miller Tom. <laughs> he was like, it's talking to Bruce Willis because Bruce Willis was an old drunk, yeah. and he had to go pick him up so he can go to court. And then they would they they were, they wanted to kill most death because he was getting ready to snitch on some cops. Right. And basically he was like, What are you doing? He was like, It's not Miller time. Let's go. And it was just, I can't even do the voices that got but I used to have that shit down. Yeah. That shit used to have me weak. I had I, I I did that shit. And then I got my cousin, rest in peace, Joker, to even copy that shit. I got my boy Tyler. We I had him copying that shit. It's yeah. like it's even like how Rome even had us calling niggas face heads. Right. Nigga, 
<laughs> so you're right. I agree. I think with that's you. what I mean. Like that's just influential, and that's that's most that's most deaf playing the character with lines that's written for him. I'm not, right. of course, like of course most deaf most deaf is a creative. Um, he may improv that. I don't know, but for the most part, they write the lines. For, they they write the lines for the Sanbe. They write the lines for the characters to say. But when it comes, so in my point on like a on like a larger level, when it comes to performers that put together these characters and they do a whole hour of speaking and you think that shit is like, yeah, that shit's so cool. I'm going to go talk like that to my friends. And yep. everybody start talking like that. But years, like even, even like, even Kevin Hart's like, all right, all right, all right. All right. Oh like, my God. That he, shit. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he bit that. I'm not saying he bit it, but there's two, there's two sides of culture for that because um, Matthew McConaughey says that yep. in this, in this other movie, from like 30 years ago. So on the yeah. on the on the white folks saying like they grind. It's called grind. It's called okay. grind. You know, on the white on the white people and they do that. In our culture, we say it for Kevin Hart, but but look, but Cat Williams had people talking like him from that movie and from his specials for so long. You gotta make pimp decisions, like just regular and regular conversations. So for me, I'm easily saying easily top 20 for me. It's not an issue. Y'all let us know how y'all feel. In the comments, man. I got, please, please. While 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 we're talking about overrated, I got. I have some great news for everyone. I have great news. I've got great news. Mm-hmm. The most overrated people on television um, are having their shows retired. Uh, this is not me celebrating the cancellation of anybody. I'm sure that both of them are ready to walk off into the sunset and do whatever else. It's a Latina and a black dude too. But Aiden. Uh, Judge Mathis, Judge Greg Mathis, and Judge Christina Milian um, are walking away from their a court show. They're not walking. They getting forced off. And the thing, <laughs> man, look, look. Let me let me tell y'all that. Let me tell y'all. I'm this woman do her usual. I'm gonna let about Dale time tell us a little bit more about the story. I'm gonna get his opinion. Yeah, tell him why he's wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> that, that is pure usual, isn't it, y'all? That y'all know all the real listeners of the show know that is usual. Like, like, like when he started out, like I'm getting ready to like, he was like, this is not how it usually go. Y'all probably was in there listening, like, this is not how this shit usually go. He usually about their time tells us, and then Ryan comes in and says, This is why that's wrong. So yes, this is <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but that, up, that ass, that ass, uh yeah, man, they're getting rid of uh, Judge Mathis and, of course, Christina Mulian from People's Court and, of course, uh, the Judge Mathis, the Judge Mathis Court. To me, I'm not really a big fan of People's Court. I always think she kind of just kind of like goes and kind of goes hard on people too much. And she doesn't really examine all of the facts once she they're both. Honestly, both of them are the same way. They're both very like um, strong minded. So what they'll do is that they, if you give them any inkling of some shit that they can ride on, they're going to ride that shit on and immediately you can almost identify when the case is about to be off. Um, I seen Judge Mathis do this shit for years, call niggas crackheads. If you come in there and you say you've done, I don't even know why niggas even go in and say they done drugs. We don't judge Mathis show. I wouldn't even go in and say anything. Like if I've done crack for 30 years and I'm still on crack, that nigga going to have to tell me I'm on crack. Ain't no, I'm never going to admit to this nigga telling this nigga I done crack because he going to call you a crackhead right away. Immediate. And I'm like, how is it okay to call, as much as we over here um, so sensitive about drug abuse and mental and mental state, how is that okay to be on public television and publicly embarrassing people about their addictions or about their mental issues that they may be having? And that's what he does. He does that shit. And he does it harshly. And a lot of people will be like, well, you know, that's just Judge Mathis giving out strong love because, you know, he wants people to be right. 
But sometimes I'm like, bro, in this PC culture, you cannot do that shit no more, bro. You can't be on there doing shit like that. You can't be on there calling motherfuckers like, and people be on opioids like and shit like that. He, you know, that's damn near crack. Like everything is crack. Like I smoke a little weed. Oh yeah, smoke a little weed. Yeah, smoke a crack. Like, like damn, like damn, like, like damn, like so, so, so I do. I I was wondering when that shit was gonna happen because I do watch. Honestly, I watch a lot of judgment. Just like when I'm at work for some reason, yeah. I'll just put that shit on. Like it'll just be in the background. It's like, and I'll watch it because it's like it's entertaining. It's like entertaining to hear with the court cases. And I used to like watching it because it's like certain things you want to know about um small claims and shit like that yeah. like especially like rent shit and stuff and that and it is very educational like but then like the antics of it is like oh man you smoke crack oh you're bad you're a slumlord or da, 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 da. And you kind of can learn a lot um just from the the cases that are presented however i would rather watch lauren lake who i do feel i don't know if you know who she is lauren lake is the lady who usually does fraternity court Okay. And um, she's cool because not only like she she's she doesn't have that Christina Mulian uh, uh what's her last name Chris, say it again uh Judge Christina Milan Milan not okay Mil- I mean, not not Milan Mil- like yeah Mulian it's not that fine ass woman yeah. <laughs> that that it's not that fine ass woman that that Nick Cannon had, had but this one um she um. I like Lauren Lake because when she's when she's on there she's like really inspirational. She'll come on you hard. Like if you're a Debbie dad, she's gonna give you some Debbie dad noise. Or if you're a, if you're a Debbie mom, she's gonna, you know, give you some Debbie. But usually it's to inspire you to be better parents or be better in your relationship and things like that. So it's very like PC or whatever. And, and it's the right way for the culture. It's like sometimes she'll go ahead, like, I don't like that. You don't need to talk like that, but I think you're a beautiful young lady. You need to not be out here giving up stuff for free. She'll like usually give advice like that. Judge Mathis to be like, oh, you out there, sugar daddy? You know how the game go. You know, he damn near be want to say nigga on television. I All swear to God. All the time. I think, like, do the only person I really feel bad is the white dude who be over there. The, uh, the, the, uh, what do you call that nigga? The, uh, no, not Todd. It's Dudley or something like that. Dudley, uh, Dudley, uh, whatever his name is. The All white right. dude. I feel bad for him because I feel Why? like, because, bro. He, he kind of funny. He low-key be dropping some little gems every now and then. Like, he'll say something and then the, and then the judge will kind of, like, roll off of it. But it'll be, like, a quick little insert. Like, oh, she probably smokes it. She probably hurt. You know, he might say something like, like, they might be talking about weed. Oh, she probably was high that day. And then he might say, oh, yeah, he was high that day. And the judge come in. Yeah, you was high. Yeah, you was smoking the rocks. Rock. You were doing crack. And he goes in immediately. <laughs> so, so, no. I'm sad that they're getting ready to get rid of the show because in a lot of ways, um, His it's, name's it's Doyle. Doyle, Doyle, that's right, Doyle. So I'm sad that they're getting rid of the show in general just because it is to uh, people of the culture and they're, and they're getting their shows canceled. It's always sad to see that happen. However, on a lighter end, I do think, you know, they were they were able to do two decades. That's huge. That's 20 years of a show. You feel me? On top of that, um, you know, they, they they've, they've, not only um make been staples like judge mathis is going to forever be a staple in the community a staple on television and things like that so he's done his part i'm excited to see if he doesn't retire to see what his next venture is maybe he'll be a judge on a tv show or something like that like meaning like not a like actual court judge maybe like a judge on like some other shit he'll be like did you come in here singing it's no rocks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'd be funny. Like, maybe they can use him for some more humorous shit and, or maybe get some more movie roles. I don't know. Hopefully, you know, or maybe he just retires and just sits down. 
I do think a lot of this cancellation not only has to do with how they are as people, but mostly how COVID has transpired. So in the film industry right now, because I work close in the film industry, there's all these protocols when it comes to COVID. Um, still, even with all of the other stuff, they're still trying to like protect the film because a lot of these people are stars. They don't want, you know, rant like they don't want um they don't want extras to be getting nobody sick and shit like that, you know. Right fucking around so they really still keep the distance everything on films are really still going by covid protocol even though covid protocol isn't necessarily in the public eye like that but it is very much on 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 a production so i do think that that's really what transpired is that more than likely it was like oh yo these proto these these covid protocols you're not even able to get a real courtroom in here because now if you watch judge mathis it's very quiet like it used to be like a full courtroom people laugh and things like that and but now it's like maybe four people in the audience. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like four people in the audience. Oh, they got okay. plexiglass in for the the plaintiff and the defendant. You know, plexi a big ass plexiglass is on is over on Judge Mathis, and it's the same way for uh for also for people's court. So I think that that is why they probably was like, "Yo, this shit is just it, it ain't even fun no more." Like we can yeah. we can damn near do this shit on Zoom. Like you know right. what I'm saying? Because not only that, that they get rid of this. They I don't know if you know, they also got rid of the Maury show. So the Maury yeah. show was was canceled this this year earlier, and then they replaced it with the Karamo show. Um, and the Karamo show was just a dude who used to be on Maury, um, coming in every now and then as like a guest, and then he would give some like psychology stuff. But now he gotcha. does it. Now he touches more, um, he touches more black stories. So like he'll actually like oh you know bring in a black family and then they'll talk about like why this or why that. It's nothing like Maury. Like more, I felt like he's not he's no Maury. Okay. Karamo is no Mori. Like, right. like, like he does not so hold the, the that. The time way. slot was replaced. Mori wasn't replaced. It was re- no Mori. Literally, go watch Karamo when you get an opportunity. I'll put the logo on here. If you look at the logo, it's the same exact logo. Okay. Everything, like everything, right. like he's literally Mori was. He was replaced. Like it was like this was the Mori show. Now it's the Karamo show. Like that's okay. how it went. So any anyone who watches that knows what I'm talking about. Anyone who's ever seen it, they and some of y'all might like it. Some because he's styling the like I will say. He dresses like the way that the um the way that now the the guests come on they're well dressed they're like all dressed up now like they ain't yeah. looking like how you know on the Maury show niggas come in there looking raggedy like nigga like why'd you got this vest on with some tennis shoes with nigga with like why did they dress you like this backstage you know what I'm saying they put the wig on the girl she just looking to the side like like what the fuck like they damn near dressing them like Jerry Springer stylists out there like right. so but now with Karamo like he makes sure like oh girl and he always like it. I thought he was a honestly I thought he was a gay man, but I, yeah. I guess he's married to a woman. And he he but he he kind of like has that kind of like metrosexual swag where he'll be like, Hey, you know, girl, hey, how you doing? Oh, you looking good? Like, and it's yeah. like, oh shit, okay, this nigga cool. So he's more for the times at this time. You know what I mean? Okay. He's somebody that people can relate to. He doesn't seem a, he doesn't seem so masculine, you know what I mean, in a lot of ways. Cause a lot of times they don't want to see all that masculinity on TV. <laughs> I'm they, I'm I am happy that those shows are over. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my mom is probably going to be pissed because she stayed watching the People's Court. My mom loves the People's Court so much, bro, that like, I swear to you, like one of my majors was criminology when I was uh-huh. in college, when I was younger, when I wanted to yeah, go into criminology. My mom wanted me to be, my mom was like, when you graduate, you could probably go be like Doug McIntosh, like <laughs> the black dude that does Judge Million, my bad. In early, uh, just to correct her, her name is uh, Marilyn Million. Our bad, Josh Marilyn Million. Okay. But um, yeah, my mom was like, "You should go be the bail." I was like, "Okay, mom. Like, really, I'm gonna go to school to do that." I'm like, "That would be great to be on TV, but you just, just go to school just for that." 
So <laughs> she just knew I'm, you always been an entertainer. That's I'm all. She just and you know what? It's interesting you mentioned that because since I was younger, I I haven't watched I haven't watched a judge I've been watching a court show all the way through and probably maybe like it could be close to ten years. When I was younger, I used to watch all that shit. Like when I was younger, when I was littler, littler, littler I used to watch Jerry Springer. I used to watch Richard Bay. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like I watched Judge. I watched Judge Judy for a really long time. But as I got once you, to, once you finish, I want to tell you why you did. But things ahead. started to get like more and more, more and more repetitive. And I didn't know when I was younger. I was like, I, I was like, I want to be a talk show host, but I really just wanted to be a comedian. I didn't know. But I think the judge shows were dope. On one end, the Judge Millian show was dope because to Dale's point, you did learn a lot. He's like, yo, whatever you got to do, if you got to get a contract, you got to have somebody write something down on a, with a crayon on a napkin. She said, she right. put the crayon up and write the contract down. Y'all don't got text messages? You telling me? She's really dope because she's somebody like, she's somebody like this one dude I listen to on YouTube, this guy, this guy, Aaron Clary, who just be giving men advice. He'll talk shit to you for like not doing your life right and then paying that money. Like, you know mm-hmm. what? If y'all want to keep messing up, I could keep my lights on. So this is the advice. Y'all should listen. This is what I'm gonna tell you. And just merely I'll do that too. Like, I'm glad y'all keep coming back. Like, I'm glad I get don't you watch the show? Don't yeah. you watch the show? Like, so I can appreciate the game that she'd be giving out. And when she does things where like she has like common sense conversations with people, where like I've been to my mom's house a lot often in the last few years, like from COVID or whatever from COVID remote work. And I hear my mom listening to the show. I heard her listen to it the other day. And the lady, the lady called the dude and was like, yo, um, she had a painting put up and the painting fell off the wall. She called dude and sued him like, hey, it wasn't put up there good enough. They go to court and Judge Milano's like, it's, it fell off the wall. Like, you think she just knocked it off the wall and called you? Like, why would she do that? And she's like, yep. was like, I don't know. It's been, it's been two weeks and you know, it's, it should just be up there. And Judge Milano's like, so what makes more sense like that if he paid you to do it and she bumped it and then blamed you or like it just fell off the wall? He's like, well, it's been two weeks. And like, has, does that ever not happen to shit not fall? And they just go back and forth, like having these conversations about just like people just like breaking down a conversation. I've always found that incredibly interesting, but I can't really watch anymore because, again, it's so repetitive. Now, when it comes to Judge Mathis, Judge Mathis is somebody like when I used to watch this shit when I was younger, probably like 10 plus years ago, he was funny. Mm-hmm. He was like he had jokes and like his his um his references to Detroit and the Chicago and where people were from were really good. And he would teach you a lot about like geography and just uh, like how things are so close, like where they were they, on their part of the country. Also, just seeing a black man as a judge that was like super sharp and they do a little intro like Judge Matthews was arrested when Jim was younger and now he's got his bachelor's degree and was a doctor, not a doctor, but he got a lawyer, got past the bar. And so I'm like, that's dope. Like, that's really dope to see. Even if you don't watch the show, that first 35 second breakdown of a black man doing this, now he's a judge, like a real judge. That's dope. And then dope. you telling me that he was so he was so ill in the courtroom. Y'all gave him a show. Exactly. Y'all build a show around it because he's that just like Judge Judy, like she's that ill in the courtroom. Y'all, y'all, y'all gave him a show, incredible. So he was funny. Now because he's older, he just be saying shit to old. He said he said his same comedy, but in an old nigga way with no tact. Like mm-hmm. they'll say, you accusing everybody doing crack. Of course, it was funny when you do some deduction. Like, oh, wait, what was what shit was you on? You was on North Street with Mikey yeah. and them. Yeah, by that one place, you That's drink seven up at one a.m. You was smoking yeah. crack. Crack. But now yeah. I'd be like, now I'd be like. You got them red shoes on? Those crack shoes. Like, just off the yeah. rip, bro. Like, you're not even going to get... So, I'm glad it's off now. Not because of, like... Not because of, not because of like, woke Ain't culture. no black people. Not because of woke culture, but just because I don't want to see him, like... I don't want to see him deteriorate, like, same thing as Judge Joe Brown. 
You watch, we watch Judge Joe Brown just deteriorating on television. Like, get this old ass nigga off. You don't even remember people's names. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see, like, Tio was on the, Tio was on the show with Shannon Sharp. They did an interview, right? Conversations trash. I mentioned earlier, but Tio was like, I can still play. I can still play. I'm 47. I can still play. Shannon Sharp is like, look, can't still play football. I can still play. I can still play. I don't want to see no black man look like trash. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see nobody look like that. That's why I feel like, yeah, you can take Judge Mathis off of there. He's 62 years old. Judge Millian is 61. So Judge Millian speaking to everybody like they her kids. And Judge yep. Mathis speaking to everybody like like they his family who like they his family who he don't like. Yep. And it's not, I don't think it's conducive anymore. We need these shows off there anyway. I know they're gonna replace them with other judge shows, but people, not people, I'm gonna say like rap music is a bad rap for for per, 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 perpetuating a lot of violence and things happening in the streets, but we do the same thing on our like regular networks where every show that we have is FBI this, CSI that, Law and Order this, Chicago Law that. We all we do that for everything, and all every single judge show just make it seem like everybody be in court all the time, and it's yeah. just it's not. And I don't know. I'm not saying replace them with like the library show, but I'm saying like it's better ideas than just having people on court, people just beefing. Con, like contingently on courts on television so they had a good run i probably took in hundreds of hours of both of them shout out to them for providing that but i don't want to say good riddance but goodbye goodbye good goodbye no but no it's uh it's it, you're right everything you stated was was all factual um i definitely think you're right like i, I don't want to see judge joe mathis uh deteriorate um, similar to Joe Brown, I do think like, and, and honestly, I was just thinking about the, the most recent episode I watched of him like yesterday. Um, he had two, and it's funny enough, he had two comedians on there. Okay. And uh, it was about, it It made me actually think when, the, I'm going to tell you the episode, but it made me think of how the episode, they don't have much to get out of these episodes anymore. They don't really have many people to kind of bring onto these episodes. Like the episodes starting to get like a little dry because basically like they put anybody on the show, anybody. So they got it. They had like a, a, a guy that I actually, he's like a, I guess he's a big time Chicago comedian, but from what I know him from is like some skits that he's done with like some other comedians that are also from Chicago. Um, so he's been in a few. I've never actually seen him speak that much but like he's on a few and they had him on there and then they had and he's like supposed to be like a 15-year vet of of comedy okay. and then he was a defendant to another lady who stated that he was stealing um that he that for slander the lady was suing him for slander because basically she was an up-and-coming comedian she had been in the game five months and he he claimed that she was stealing jokes and I was like, bro, this is what we getting it to. Like, we on right. court for stealing jokes. And yeah. basically, like, it, it was just a sad thing. I mean, and then it made me actually even look at that dude who I was. Like, oh, I was when I first saw him, I was like, oh, I know that dude. Oh, so, you know, it made me want to tune in even more because I was like, oh, I know the dude who, the the the, the defendant. I was like, oh, I know the defendant. I've seen him on. So I want to see what he's going to say. But then he got on there and started doing his antics and shit. And it was like, but this shit ain't even funny. Like, this shit ain't even, you know what I mean? It's like, this yeah. shit kind of sad. Like, you know what I'm saying? And eventually... Uh, judge and like I said, Judge Mathis, you can almost tell exactly who's going to lose the case. Right off the, rip, right off the rip, like you know, you can just tell because the way he asks questions, you already know he's already trying to in his mind. He's already decided that he he might not even spoke to the defendant, or in some cases, he might not even have to speak to 
the uh maybe he might speak to the plaintiff and from the plaintiff's uh you know allegations he may already determine that that person lost you know so he's already he's like that and so it was like damn but i'm just watching I'm like man this shit is not that episode to me was like this is not entertaining so then when i found out this morning that they were not um that they won't be having that show no longer on there i was like damn i, I was running my mind like i wonder if it was because of the show last night because <laughs> that shit was that shit was trash so i'm like yeah. damn so yeah you know that i think that's a good point when you say it gets to the point you can't get nothing out of it no more like yeah like you're not going like you're not really people people go on there with like actual issues right mm -hmm. you know it's only gonna get to so many points where it's like you said like if i'm doing if i ever get a crack i ain't going on that show exactly. it gets more it's like man i really need my I, like i want my issue solved and i know y'all gonna pay me to go on the show but bruh be embarrassing people like yeah. badly so it's like you know what it's not worth my time so of course they go like let's get these uh, let's get this social media guy on here and he'll pull up and then we can have the slander about the stealing jokes like like if she really find, if she really trying to sue him for like slander or libel for stealing jokes, then like you finna do that like elsewhere. It's not even, it's not even like it's not even and the, and the crazy thing was, right? It was like the dude, it wasn't like she stole his joke. It was that she stole some joke from somebody else and he called her out on it. And it was like, bro, this is some he say she say shit. We in right. court right now, or some he say she say shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right, man. You wouldn't even this, this and and that's what I mean, even like years ago. I saw this going downhill like years ago, a thousand years ago. I saw like a clip on YouTube where they had they had Puma from Black Ink from Black Ink Crew. I remember that. Yep. Like, Why? What are we? What are y'all doing? And like, he what? and then and then even in that episode, I'm sorry, keeping interrupting no, you. Ahead, my apology. Ahead. Even in that episode, he because he I don't think he knew who Puma was at the time. Okay. He assumed he assumed Puma was like some and like Puma smoke weed. We all know that, but like he assumed Puma was like like theatrical like and he don't know if you know if you've ever watched black Eve, puma's actually the more level-headed person of the show he's usually the most level-headed like when everything's going around caesar's tripping um i'm when duchess was on there she was tripping when everybody on the show tripping he usually the one that's like hey y'all we just need to get it together so we can get this job done like he's usually that person like he's usually the most conscious person on the whole fucking show yeah. but he's like trying to judge matthew is trying to like provoke him and, and like puma's just being his normal self like Judge, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to woo 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 and just like really like, like, and I was just like, bro, like, even at that episode, I'm like, bro, this ain't even entertaining because you're just trying to, you're, you're trying to like, you're trying to antagonize the motherfucker yeah. to get to that level to, so you can then get these jokes off because that's all you know is for a comedian. That's all you know is, I got to clown you. That's it. It's like D.L. Hughley. I love D.L. Hughley. No, no offense to D.L. Hughley. I think he's a great comedian. But D.L. Hughley's old comedy sometimes would be like to go out there. And it was funny. You know, his thing was to go out there and say, clown all the audience members. Right. That was his thing. He used to go on, he used to go on Comic View. Y'all niggas don't even know what Comic View is. Some of y'all probably watching this have no idea what Comic View is. Or some of y'all niggas like, I remember that. But Comic View used to be on BET. Yeah. D.L. Hughley was a, a frequent visitor to this comedy stage and it used to be hits like honestly this is where i i mostly i learned how to I, like most people come up on like dev jam that was before us but for us comic view was our shit we stayed up on comic view and watched that shit that's where we got to see com comedies like uh honey uh i'm sorry Corey honeycomb you got to see cats like uh you know just everybody d-ray some of these guys all started on on this ricky, ricky smiley wow dc curry or uh friday before friday so you got to see a lot of these guys who were who were coming up but um, it used to be funny to see him do that. But it, it, at one point, I remember that was one of the things that 
some people would say, oh, you know, that's what actually I don't like about him is because he needs to do that. He needs to roast a com. He needs to roast people, and he doesn't have any like substance in his comedy. Right. And that's how I, sometimes I would feel about Judge Joe Mathis. I would be like, bro, you you're not even listening. And sometimes you, as the viewer, you be like, bro, you be kind of going for the other person, like, cause you so you the way Judge is going on, he be like, bro, low key, you ain't even listening, Judge. Like he yeah. he telling he telling you like if you really hear it all, you might be like. Oh, bro, you're 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 right. This motherfucker was wrong, and then they'll yeah. get it, and they because they always do this side thing where where the, uh you said what's his you, name I the, the, the say. they do the side thing where they where they go out the, where they go out to the thing and then they start talking and the motherfuckers be out there like <laughs> like man I don't know why the judge you know didn't even listen to me, man. Like, yeah. it, just man, get, get, get out of here. Get out of here. Just, man, whatever, man. I just don't understand it because they do that on both of the... And the crazy thing is they do it on both people's court and they don't... Like, so in, in, on people's court, they got the old dude. They look like he got hella facial, like, reconstruction done. Yeah. So he'll come out, he'll be like... And then he's hella rude, too. So he's a dick. He'll, he's a fucking asshole. That motherfucker come out like... They'll be like, so what do you think? You lost this time. I mean, guess you're never going to be shit. Like, what? Like... like <laughs> I guess I, I I guess you're gonna learn to stop dating fuckboys with your dumb yeah, ass. Yeah. What do you mean, man? <laughs> like, like I really supposed to win. That should have all the evidence. She didn't even look at shit. Like, just all right, get out, get out, get out of here. Like, so, he'll, be, he'll just he'll just be like, "How do you feel about it?" They be like, "What I want to," and then so on our next case, bruh, you're not even. Cool. <laughs> and then they always go to uh, Huey from uh, TMZ. Oh, what do you think TMZ? And then he be looking shocked because he be looking like a deer in headlights. Sometimes we have to some of these cases. He be like. I mean, <laughs> he's like, well, just folks, when next time you're yeah. in that situation, just because he's trying to be trying to justify every everything that she do. Like next time in this situation, just don't ever have a dog. Yeah, ever. just don't, don't, don't. And then make sure you get all the shots. Cause you know, if you miss one shot, this is possibly we can have it. <laughs> Horrible, man. So RIP to like RIP to them. I hopefully, yeah. hopefully they get that worked out with something else i don't want i don't want anything i don't want anything horrible but you know it's not really it's not really up to me i'm gonna give y'all the interview of the week man the interview of the week is homegirl hour interviews ryan holloway check it out man homegirl, homegirl hour hosted by my homies uh Lindsay and abby uh they interview up and coming artists within the bay area it is homegirl hour it is available on all the platforms that matter. You may get to know a little bit more about the link down or there. whatnot, man. Uh, yeah, about the time we'll put the link on there. It's Homegirl Hours episode, Ryan Holloway's actually episode number nine. I think they just hit double digits a couple weeks ago. So I think they're on like episode like number 11 or 12. So shout out to them. Shout out to my good homies at Homegirl Hour. Y'all check that episode out. Listen, per usual, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us and we appreciate that. Hey, yo, and if you made it this far, that means you listened to the whole episode. So you at the credits now. And, you know, most people don't give a fuck about the credits, but I know you do. So make sure right now you select that like button. You hit that subscribe button and make sure you comment on today's segment because we want to know your thoughts about your top five comedians. Is Cat Williams overrated? Uh, should Judge Mathis and um, the People's Court still be active? We want to know all of your thoughts, and we want to know who you had picked for the Super Bowl. No, but no. yes, we do. We want to <laughs> know. And of course, what was your thoughts? Was it for the coach? Is is Pat Mahomes now Pat Barack Mahomes? 
That's the question for me. But because <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> but anyway, till next time, just know, man, we here at the Dell and Ryan Report really, 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 really fuck with you. Till next time.